AJ and McCall this Wednesday morning. A new lineup, though. McCall on vacation. AJ has been nice enough to fill in once again, kind of becoming a little bit of a regular. Thank you. It's been a while, though. It's been a minute. It, it's it's been, well since you and I have done a show together. It's oh, been yeah. a long while. It, it takes a lot to get McCall to leave on a work day. I felt like producer Butters probably wasn't too thrilled about maybe you and I being on the show together. It sounded too good. <laughs> Potentially. Hey, I I don't want to I don't want to fry your brain too early, but I got a question for you. Fry it away. If you had to guess what space smelled like, what the fetch smelled like? Yeah. What would be your guess? Uh, I'm gonna go salty. Salty. Okay. Okay. Why? Just out of curiosity. I, I, uh, there's a, uh, what are you doing to me? No, you'll see. I just want to know why salt. Uh, dude, just because there's a lot of salt in the ocean and that salt might rise up from the ocean okay. into the atmosphere and just spread itself around. Asteroids and stuff do look like they'd probably taste, they wouldn't taste sweet. Maybe spicy, but definitely salty's on the table. You know what? We should make that a goal of ours to taste, to an, taste an asteroid. Okay. Man, that would be something. That's that's not, that's got to be a world record, right? It's always been my goal to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. So the first person to taste an asteroid, I feel like it's something that's not occupied, right? AJ, I this is too freaking early to do this to me. Okay, well, the reason I ask is because there's apparently a new fragrance called Eau de Space, which is supposed to smell like outer space. <laughs> so obviously you got to ask, okay, what the heck does that smell like? And it's been described as a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, raspberries, and rum. Okay, that can't be space. I don't know. Maybe, maybe space there is, is one no of those way things. that space smells like a steak. Like a steak. Maybe it's one of those things where space smells like smells like something different to everyone else. Like you, you don't smell the same thing as the person next to you. So they just took one human being up to space, came down, and said, "Hey, why? What does it smell like? I got raspberries. I got shakes. <laughs> I got steak." It's actually one of those things that they don't talk about for astronauts. They tell them like, "All right, jot down what you think space smells I- like. We're gonna ask you when you come back down." <laughs> They just have it a running tab. Totally different. So it's Neil Armstrong went up there. They just have a running tab of what space smells like. A fragrance that smells like space. Yeah. Huh? Apparently, you can order a bottle right now off of Kickstarter for twenty nine bucks. Hey, honey, I'm gonna wear something that's gonna blow your mind out of this world, literally. I mean, raspberries and rum, maybe gunpowder. I can't imagine. Okay, what? No. Is, okay, do you know what rum smells like? Because I don't. Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. Delightful Depen- or no? Uh, it, you know, depending. I think so. Yeah, higher quality, obviously. Yeah, a little smoky, a little wood flavor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say so. Wait, there's a little wood flavor in there? Yeah. yeah oh, dude, I've always thought of like being really gross and bre- just no, nasty. No, no, no. It's I, like I, a I, bottle of 1932 Chabardeau, huh? <laughs> I w- it's not that fancy. It's not that fancy. I mean, I'm sure you could find some that fancy. Most of them not that fancy. But yeah, I would my, my, that little... F- Little uh, manly smelling, I would say. Raspberries, uh, seared steak. I can't imagine that's all that appealing. And then gunpowder just smells like. Did you just come from a crime scene? <laughs> Should I be concerned what happened before this date? <laughs> to me, gunpowder not that appealing of a smell. Officer pulls you over, uh, sir. You smell like gunpowder. Yeah, it's this fragrance that I wear. Yeah, step out of the car, oh, sir. Just, oh, just step space. out of the car. Stop now. And step. <laughs> no, it's it. My wife bought it for me. <laughs> Uh, that's a heck of a story, I think, to have to explain that yeah, one. Away. That'd be good, huh? Uh, hey, while we're on the subject, actually, not so much rum, but uh, alcohol. Oh, uh, someone got busted for uh, have partaking during a specific meeting, and we have to decide, I think, if that's okay or not. Because, okay. you know, we've been doing some Zoom meetings here and there with mm-hmm, our jobs, mm-hmm. so we're the ultimate jury on that. Ajay, we have both been part of probably more than our fair share of meetings 
where yeah. we thought to ourselves, oh, can this be done? Like, couldn't this have been an email? Right, right. <laughs> now, I, I don't, I'm not going to speak for you, but it may be even one or two along the way where I'm like, oh my gosh, can I just have a drink so I don't have to listen to this as much? Let me just zone out a little bit. Well, in Oklahoma City, parents are outraged because there was a board meeting, a school board meeting, and one of the members was drinking a beer during the board mem- meeting. So they are very unhappy saying she's voting on stuff that has to do with a bunch of money and has to do for our students and has to do with the community. She could possibly be highly intoxicated, which maybe a little bit overstated if it's just all beer. I was going to say videos on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. But you don't. But here's the thing is that you don't know how many alcohol beverages is going to get that person. It took me when I accidentally got drunk, accidentally at a certain restaurant and I had what I thought was a wild strawberry lemonade. That happens to the best of us. It it took me one to actually, I mean, I was singing Belinda Carlisle with my head out the window <laughs> going 70 miles an hour. Okay? <laughs> All right? It takes one. That's the story I want to focus on. Not that <laughs> people are calling. I'm for- just saying, it's just a beer. No, one beer is all it takes for some people like me. Lightweight. Would you, would you like to know what her excuse was? She said she wasn't feeling well, and she was, and I quote, trying to flush her kidneys. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if we can taste rum in space, we might as well, you know, flush our kidneys out with a can of. Whatever it, it is. It was a Corona, ironically enough. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Yes. So you can see the video oh, for yourself at our Twitter, Utah's VFX. But, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I know. Maybe Audrey's right. Maybe she's a lightweight. But uh, you just I think the lesson would be wait till you're off the screen and then have your beers. Yeah, there you go. Be Celebrate the after screen, the meeting. Finish the work and then have your beers. <laughs> In yesterday's debate at eight, uh, the discussion came up surprisingly with the poll today of how many people really take some me time, not a lot, but some me time seriously in a relationship and have still a little bit of their own alone time. Now, without have revealing you to you the poll of the day yet, AJ and McCall at VFX for the debate at eight, if you were to guess when the question was, uh, do you have just the you activity that you do without your significant other? The answers were just some me time or we share it all. If you were to guess which way that went, what would your guess be? Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably going to be more on the side of we have our own things, but only by a slight only majority. Only a slight majority that yeah. way. Okay. Because the question is, as we got into the beginning of this, so there are couples, you know, everyone, I think everyone knows there's couples that does everything together right. if you're a friend originally with one of the halves whatever it is you you've been there before probably in the frustration where you kind of just want to hang out with your friend but then they always want to bring, bring their, their significant person. other along yeah and on the outside if you're not one of those couples that takes your significant other elsewhere i think you probably think well <laughs> what's with the insecurity or the untrusting yep. or yep. inability to be by yourself and yep. if you're in the relationship i'd imagine you would think well we just love and love sharing each sharing everything together right so which way does it go? Well, in the Palmer Home Furnishing poll today, McCall was right in the regard that the majority was just some me time, but it was 81% of people oh, dang. that said that they have an activity that they just do with their significant other, it's, or without, without their significant other. Oh, I was me. like, what? It's their <laughs> own thing. Good. That's how it should be. Jax, what about you? You have uh, your own thing you do by yourself? 
I think, I mean, especially in the times we're in right now, I think it's necessary. I, I Listen, I love my girlfriend, but I, I need some time to, like, unpack my brain and do my own thing. And I also think it's beneficial to both people because you each have your own different experiences, then you can bring it back to the table when you're back together. Whereas if you're spending your time together all the time, you're all just like, oh, remember that time we did that? Cool. Like, I play Call of Duty, and, like, I'm on there with the boys for, like, maybe one to two hours uh, a night, but that's my time. That's, like, my, my time since I can't leave the house. That's my time, and I enjoy that. And then, you know, I'll be like, oh, I got this win, and my girlfriend will pretend to care, and uh, it makes me feel better. Aw. <laughs> Yay. Well, no, I think, because you mentioned comfortable, right? We are talking yeah. at the beginning of the debate today. McCall mentioned that, you know, you go through the honeymoon phase, and then you kind of get comfortable. And I think that's part of this, too. I think a lot of people who see all the time together, it could be something where, you get used to it. Right. And so by kind of having your own things, it gives you, like Jack said, you kind of have your own stories to share. Uh-huh. You can kind of, you know, get away, unwind a little bit, maybe in a different way, because, I don't know, I'm the friend that curses. What? I'm sure my friends don't curse nearly as much with their significant others as they do with me, just an example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Because I feel like it's it's a sensitive subject, because I feel like you say, do your own thing. It, and my majority of reactions have been that, that it's kind of construed as, well, it's a weakness. Right. It's not. I think it's healthy for relationships to have kind of their own thing. It is. Am I wrong? No. McCall agrees. Okay. I do. Okay. I do agree. I think it's really important to make sure that you have your own thing, your significant other has their own thing, you know? And, and it's not like... You don't want to spend time with them. Of course not. However, you do have your own thing. Like, I would never in a million years be like, oh, yeah, Dustin's going to come in and hang out with me while I'm doing makeup. No. Right. Absolutely not. It's your thing. Dustin would be like, this is the most boring thing in my existence. Ajay's filling in this morning. That said, of course, the debate a recap from yesterday. We call on vacation. You got your own thing, right? Where do you fall on that one? Each relationship, everybody should have kind of their me time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't spend... 24 hours a day, seven days a week with one individual. I'd go ballistic on them and That's on myself. That's a good way to look at it. So I would rather have, like, I need that space to, like, whether it's playing video games by myself, right. on a drive by myself, whatever it is, I have to be alone. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's reasonable. In fact, is it bad that I almost would rather spend time by myself more than so than an individual? Yeah, that that might not be the greatest. Well, I mean, because, like, I just, I don't know, me time is... Where I can like decompress and everything, but with when I'm with somebody, I have to be, you know, this conversational person. Have a conversation <laughs> with them, listen to every single gosh dang thing they have to tell me. I was like, dude, no, shut up, so I can just be on my own. I, and the worst is when I'm playing video games. Right, I I think it's important to I sound like such a 15 year old a little bit. I I think it's important <laughs> to be able to. Uh, be by yourself to survive alone, but yeah, I think it's also important to be able to maintain and foster. Give me your percentages of uh, being with your special someone and just alone time. What's what's the uh, percentage wise right now? I would say a good majority's in spending time with them. That would be why you okay. know, you're with them, married, etc., engaged. Congratulations. Jeez. <laughs> I I don't know what the this seventy thirty maybe seventy five twenty five probably with them, probably okay. a little bit more. I mean, depending on the person. I'm at work so much, it's like, I don't know, 90, 10. Well, I guess if it's spending time with somebody, it's probably the opposite. Well, you you focus on you guys. Your <laughs> kids will make it.
AJ McCall at VFX. So with McCall at vacation, I've got to be the keeper of the stories. AJ is on your side to help you win. And I don't think you've ever left a Florida not without getting someone a win. I am. Okay. That's undefeated. What th- that's what I thought. So let's get into the headlines. So headline number one, man asks an ambulance for a ride. And when they decline, he carjacks it and leads police on a multi-county high-speed chase. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Maybe when I was a kid, I wanted to ride an ambulance, but as an adult, all I see is thousands of dollars. <laughs> and a lawsuit. Right? Uh, <laughs> another guy, speaking of our public service officials, <laughs> another guy broke into a fire station over the weekend, stole a fire truck by crashing it through the garage door, and then drove straight into a bar. Kind of seems like he had already visited the bar ahead of time. <laughs> Wanted to visit it after time, though. Sounds like something where he was like, no, 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 baby, I am a firefighter. She's like, nah, prove it. And then he crashed the fire truck into the bar. Be like, see, I told you. What's one of those uh, drinks that are like the shots that are on fire? What's that called? Uh, was there a flaming Dr. Pepper? I okay, think so, so we saw a flaming Dr. Pepper. And he's like, hold on. <laughs> have- I've got this. I've got it. We have a fire emergency. Your truest servant at your service. Uh, and story number three. Two ladies got into a collision with a, another uh, driver, and when a cop showed up, one of the ladies decided that was the right time to finish off her glass of wine. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, my friend has not been drinking. What is that? Uh, it's that uh, fragrance we were talking about. <laughs> oh, to space. Oh, to space. <laughs> Look, I, I know what everyone thinks about Idaho and uh, Utah drivers. I can tell you all three stories. None of them from Utah or Hi- Idaho. AJ and McCall on VFX, McCall on vacation, AJ filling in. And, uh, you know, I think I will apologize right off the get-go because uh, I did pick a few crazy stories. And These I are just, nuts. Yeah, I, I know. And so I want. I, normally I'm on the other side, so I still have, I have more <laughs> sympathy, I think, than McCall would. <laughs> so before we get Austin in here, I just want to say, sorry, Austin, I picked some tough stories. Right. But, but again, AJ's undefeated. Just want to reiterate that. All right, so story number one. Man asked an ambulance for a ride at 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Walked up to a park ambulance, and when the medics told him they couldn't give him a lift because they were treating a patient, you know, doing their jobs, he decided, that's not a good enough reason. So he then carjacked the ambulance and led police on a multi-county high-speed chase before he was finally pulled over and arrested. (laughs) I believe the saying is, nothing good happens after midnight. Further proof. This guy's just trying to do their jobs. All of a sudden, guy's like, not my ambulance. Bye. Sorry, treating a patient. What? You're not, you're treating a patient? It's the best you can do? I thought this was a taxi service. <laughs> Story number one. Story number two. 22-year-old man, he's man lightly, uh, <laughs> used a piece of lumber to break into a fire station over the weekend because he decided he wanted one of those fire trucks. He really wanted one. And so then he decided to do what all of us would have done if we finally got our hands on a fire truck. He turned on the emergency lights and drove straight into a bar. The craziest thing is, he's done this before. What? No way. Back in 2017, he was arrested for stealing a vehicle from another fire station. He's facing charges for burglary, vehicle theft, and criminal mischief. Some guys just want to be the fireman. That's all they're asking for in life. There, dude, you can legally become one. I, I don't know what his physical fitness rate is, but at 22, I'd imagine you could probably handle the burden at least a little bit, right? Well, we know he can drive a fire truck now. 
if he crashes it, how well can he really drive? Where's you know, the bar located? That's my question. <laughs> you could start. You could start in the back. You could start driving the back end, and we'll just see how it goes from there. Kind of just guide uh, it for shoot. now. Uh, also, late in the evening, uh, two women in their 30s got into an accident. Officers were called to the site of the collision in the early hours of a Sunday morning. And when they showed up, that was when one of the women decided it was the appropriate time to finish off her glass of wine. The police arrived about 4.15 to see one of the victims finishing off the glass. Photographs taken show an empty bottle of wine in the footwell of the passenger seat along with a glass and what appears to be a second full bottle in a storage compartment near the handbrake. Story one, two, and three. Good luck, AJ in Austin. That is brutal. I, it's tough. I, I know. Sim- I have sympathy. I really do. It's on the other side I, of this. I, like, oh, I hate this. It could be any of those three, AJ. Uh, I mean, story three sounds like it could happen in, you know what? Actually, story three would probably happen in California. Story two would happen in North Carolina. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Story one. That that sounds like a Florida or not story to me. So, dude, hijacking the ambulance. Yeah, I, I'm going with. I don't know. What do you What do you think over there? You know, I think I'm going to roll with you. Let, let's go with just one. Let's keep the undefeated. You know. I like Ooh, this confidence guy. in that undefeated. I like streak. this guy. Yeah, right, brown awesome. mamba mentality. <laughs> I forgot you called yourself that. Okay. We, <laughs> so, story number one. Final answer. Story number one. You are correct. It happened in uh, Daytona Beach. Florida. Yep. By the way, I'll have to send you the picture of this guy. He looks like a deranged Santa Claus. Okay, you can't say that on no AJ bad. Apologize I'm not right saying now. He is Santa Claus. He looks like a deranged Santa Claus. He is in jail listening to this show right now and feels really bad. He should have made no. No, he doesn't. He hijacked an ambulance with someone in the back at two thirty in the morning. They went through multiple counties. That means the drive was not a short one. The guy needed some service, and he couldn't get it because they were treating another patient. Hey, you're busy. I'll help you out. (laughs) That's what it was. Oh, I'll get us to the hospital. Don't worry, guys. You stay back there. (laughs) Congratulations, Austin. You win a Johnny's. Great work, man. Win a Johnny's Fun.Gift gift card. Sweet. We'll get your information here in just a little bit. (laughs) AJ McCall's Florida not on VFX. Okay, here's a game I like to play occasionally, and since uh, you're in, we get a new fresh perspective, we're going to judge and decide which is the worst of the worst of Florida. Oh, now. fun. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ, nice enough to fill in while McCall takes her vacation. AJ continued his streak of being undefeated in Florida. Not, not even I have that. Brown, so congratulations. Look, I use my brown mama mentality for three things. You got you ready? special. Okay. Video games, sports, four things. Dating. And Florida or not. I've expected to be like five things, ten things. <laughs> I just There's keep There's a going. lot of things. <laughs> Brown mama. I, you, have you ever had the mamba face? I could. That is a mamba face. Which is ironic. That when I get nickname, that face, <laughs> crap's going down. It's ironic that your nickname is Brown Mamba because you're terrified of snakes. No, but that's part of... Okay, and first of all, I'm still scarred from your little stunt move that you had over here. Showing me a snake. Not a real one. Unexpectedly. No, it, it doesn't vi- matter. It a video. I warned you, AJ. You don't listen to me. That's the problem here between you and I. One of these days, I'm going to bring in a real snake. You never listen. Oh, I swear to life, if you do, you, I ain't never coming like, on this show like ever all, again. Like all snakes, even like one of those little garter snakes that's like six, I six do, inches long. If it long, doesn't have snakes, legs. It doesn't have legs. 
and it moves. I'm not saying God was makes mistakes, but he was in a very bad mood when he created that <laughs> ugly creature. See, it's funny that you say no legs because I think the centipede with 10 million legs, that's one of the creepiest things that he says. So no, the because it it's not ugly. Legs. No, because it's not like horribly ugly and it's not going to kill you. Or millipede. A snake's going to kill you. If Ugh. it sees you, it's like, oh, look, human flesh. That looks yummy. Let me eat you. Okay? Uh, like when the is... guy sees a fire truck, he says, I'm going to drive it. That looks fun. Your biology lesson from AJ at VFX. Yes. So worse than the worst. AJ got Florida not right. It was story number one. The Florida man who stole an ambulance because they wouldn't give him a ride. Apparently he thought it was an Uber. So which is the worst? <laughs> story two is the one AJ was just referencing. That one happened in Alaska. The guy who has now stolen twice from a fire station and crashed them, this time into a bar. And the story three was actually in England. Two women crashed their car, and as the police rolled up, they finished their bottle of rosé. What? <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? No <laughs> offense, Englanders, but come on. <laughs> so which is the worst the worst? There's drunk driving, but I can tell you, hijacking an ambulance yeah, dude, when there's a dude no, in the back. And it's not even close. It's hijacking an I. Yeah, hijacking an ambulance. I say that right? Yeah. It's not even close. Like, look, if you're going to have your bottle of Chambray of 1931, wonderful. I just save it for later, but that is not as bad. Not even close. <laughs> not even close, man. <laughs> yeah. And ironically enough, as he goes to jail, his insurance company also going to send him a bill for $3,000. <laughs> how ambulances work. That's how they get you. Okay, so now we're in the criminal mindset a little bit. We've examined what's the worst, the worst with Florida or not. So what if the roles are reversed and we have to plan the ultimate heist? Ooh. Not to say that we ever would, but if we go there in a thought exercise. Now, I, I always like to say ahead of time, the AJ and McCall show and AJ, who's filling in for McCall while she's on vacation on VFX, do not encourage crime. We're not going on a heist. So I think everybody should definitely, you know, Know that before Don't we, take it so literal. Yeah, before we talk about pulling off the ultimate heist. Okay, but I've really been thinking about this since I was like nine, so. You big fan of heist movies? Oh, dude. Die Hard. Love them. Okay. I have uh, came up. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, it comes up occasionally. Not that I plan it or <laughs> meticulously have like blueprints everywhere. <laughs> Not that I have like a bunch of pictures on my wall and stuff and, you know, lettering everywhere. Just constantly keep a track of who I'm going to recruit for my team. It's funny. It was tweeting. It was uh, trending on Twitter. The ultimate heist. Oh my god! It said you love them. Then, then you would be perfect them. to judge some of these. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so one of the potential heists is everyone's social media passwords, and then change each of them to random strings of undecipherable nonsense. All of a sudden, nobody's on social media. See, that'd be great. No social media would make for a very peaceful world. These yeah, days. wouldn't it though? It's become kind of a toilet, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Uh, another one, one puzzle from every puzzle set in the world. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One puzzle from every? One puzzle piece, sorry. Oh, okay. One puzzle piece from every puzzle in the world. That Can you imagine how maddening that would like, be? Because there's paintings that look like someone just took their hand, closed their eyes, and just you know threw paint on the wall. Yeah. But then it ends up being like $4.5 million. Yeah, I don't get it either. This would be like... A lot of money <laughs> because everywhere. you're just sticking pieces where they don't even go, and you create some like blob that looks like it was on Sesame Street, and it turns out to be a masterpiece and really rich. <laughs> you get a lot of money out I, of that. Yeah, I like the way you go with that. What about you? Your ultimate heist? What are you doing? Okay, so, I mean, you know, not that you've thought about it, obviously. No, never, not once, ever. Uh, dude, 
there are some incredibly beautiful museums in the world okay. that need to, uh, I don't know, how do I say this correctly, uh, maybe have a switch out and I could help switch out their uh, statues and they could find new stuff to put in. <laughs> yeah, freshen no, up no, the inventory. No, really, but, oh, and dude, okay, so here's the biggest thing. Like, I want to find something, like, money is just money, but if you find gold or statues or uh, what, what are the more mannequins or uh, uh, I don't okay. know how much it's worth, something like that. Okay. I want to I wanna go to a museum and find the valuable things of life and decorate my home with them. Man, you imagine having like a wine and cheese night at Odd It's like, whoa. And they're like, oh, it's it's totally a replica. It, I mean, it looks great, but it's totally a replica. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it. All right. Before you incriminate yourself too far, just just true or false. True or false, you have thought about a potential team for this ultimate heist. Oh, dude. It's yeah, true. True. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. And like and I'm not talking movie stars. I'm talking actually real like people in my life that I know who I know would actually be good and wouldn't suck at this and screw it up for everybody. Oh, Ajay's got it. He's ready. He's going to Ocean's 15 it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thought exercises are done. It's summer season, and I think we all get a kind of a mulligan on the summer body thing with how the pandemic's gone. But that doesn't mean that our wardrobe totally understands, and that's where we'll find ourselves for Would You Rather Wednesday. AJ and McCall with Ajay filling in. McCall on vacation. So here's the situation, AJ. Yep. Everyone at some point, I think, gets a little sensitive about maybe their clothes being a little tight, their weight. Well, everybody's been there, right? Uh-huh. So, unfortunately, we got to go there for Would You Rather Wednesday because your choices are would you only wear clothes that are two sizes too big or only wear clothes that are two sizes too small? Oh, that's easy. Too big. Yeah, I think so, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Like, I don't know how people wear tight jeans these days. You know how yeah. that looks? Not at all. That is so uncomfortable just to look at. <sighs> like, you got your phone bulging out of your doggone pocket. You've got, like, I just, I mean, come on. You can't be, are you comfortable in that? Yeah, I'm used to it. Okay, see, you're not even shirts, confident that you're comfortable. Shirts bother me more than pants, you got to be confident honest. to be comfortable. Okay? That's, that's actually, that is my that's, dress theme. That's I don't think you're model. wrong at all. I think when that's When I throw fair. on clothes, yeah. am I confident because I'm comfortable? How long ago would it take you to get to the time where you would have picked clothes as two sizes too small? If ever. But when you f- would feel most comfortable, how long ago? Like high school maybe? Oh, yeah. It was in high school. I was wearing baggy sweats, baggy sweatshirt, baggy socks. You're ba- So you're baggy all the time. Yeah. But, I, I mean, that's what we kind of learned though, right? I mean, because I, I'm a big yeah. – I love sports. I'd watch athletes yeah. wear baggy shorts. Baggy, I'm like, hey, yeah, that looks good and it looks comfortable. And it was. I looked good. I, I still look good, and uh, I, I felt comfortable. Wearing tight clothes doesn't make you feel comfortable, AJ. No, I'm just saying, when was the last time? I think for me, the, the only time I would have picked that is probably in, there's probably like a peak of like four days in high school I could have gotten away with it. Any other time, I'd be like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no I, I think of black, you know, black everything is it's slimming, and so everything black. I Yeah, I, I, again, it's, it's bagginess gives you more freedom. <laughs> And if, if anything, this week, we definitely need to be focused on that. It's the 4th of July week, so freedom is exactly what we're trying to celebrate. Boy, you, were, you aimed right for the target there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where I was going Baggy with that. clothes celebrates America. <laughs> That's what I heard you say, and <laughs> so, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Wait till you see my costume on July 4th, my man. <laughs> Just baggy stars and stripes everywhere. <laughs> I can basically sub in as a flag if we need me to. 
Oh, man. Pick for yourself. Utah's VFX, all social media. Only wear clothes two sizes too big, which I got to tell you, if you're probably a younger sibling, that one you're like, again, hand-me-downs again, really? Because that's different for me. I'm the oldest of four. I never had the hand-me-downs. They were always my clothes. Or only wear clothes two sizes too small. And maybe you didn't take the hiatus in summer body. More power to you because I definitely did. And you can get away with it. Kudos. <laughs> Utah's VFX, all social media. Now, AJ. McCall and I started this thing a couple weeks ago. Okay. I know that you at least watch more than your fair share of movies. And so I'm not concerned. I think you'll get this right. But McCall produced Butters, impossible to quote anything with. They never watch anything. It's extremely frustrating to me, too, because then this great quote that I have that's just a great zinger and it's going to be hilarious, I now have to spend 10 minutes but explaining. But are you acting it out? It's one thing just to say the quote, AJ, but you need to be able to voice inflection and use the mood and, mistake. and sensitize the situation and bring it into your voice. That's good feedback. As you do so, you will be able to inflect what you are trying to say okay. and bring back memories yeah. of what... That was coming from. No, that's that's good criticism. I will take that into consideration next time I actually What I'm saying is try harder, stupid. (laughs) So, but we started this new thing to try and educate, hopefully, McCall and maybe get her interested in movies called the IQ test. The I quote test. I have a quote picked out. She has to see if she can guess what the movie's from. Now she got one yet? She she's one for two. I picked an easier one the first week. She did not get last week's. Okay. But I'm I'm less concerned I'm going to stump you, but we'll see. I got my quote picked out. We'll see if you can guess it. Okay. Be ready to text for that, 68255. Just start your text with VFX. Now, today, Ajay gets to sit in for McCall when it comes to the IQ test. So I'd like to think somewhere she's listening, and hopefully it still kind of seeps in. AJ McCall at VFX, Ajay's in with McCall on vacation. Because the whole point of it was to try and just build up her at least somewhat working knowledge of movie quotes and maybe get her to watch a few. Fingers crossed. Now, we already found out Ajay loves him some heist movies. But today's not from a heist movie, so let us see. So here's the quote, Ajay. See if you can guess it. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Wow. Uh, okay, so when I was talking about um, using inflection and voice stuff, you might want to not use dead so emphatically. That's what is it. That's how that's said in the quote. You'll see. I okay. got the clip for you. Okay. You got to tell so, me what movie that's from. I, I got to be honest. I thought it was Michael Scott for a second from The Office. <laughs> that would have been right in your wheelhouse, right? <laughs> can, I, can, I, uh, uh, can I get a genre? Uh, Act, sci-fi action. Sci-fi action. Oh, can't be reasoned with. 68255, the number of text, start your text with VFX. Come on, AJ. Can't be reasoned with. Um, Kind of sounds like probably some of your family members, right? Can't be bargained with. Can't be reasoned with. Oh, it sounds like my friends. <laughs> oh. uh, let's go. Uh, is it Aliens? No. Let me let me play the quote for you. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, yeah, give yeah, anything yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Let me okay. play it and see if you can guess. I'll give okay. you one more guess. Here's a quote. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear, and it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Yeah, that's definitely Boy Meets World. Boy Meets <laughs> Yeah, it's this one speech that uh, Corey had to give to Pango when they were in this weird <laughs> alternate universe. That was Sean. Does it help if I say there's uh, the movie is a uh, prime feature of one of the movies or prime plot point is a post-apocalyptic world? 
Maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger ring any bells? Terminator? It is the first Terminator. It's a speech from Kyle Reese to Sarah Connor. I've never seen Terminator in my life. <gasps> right here. The second one is the best one, but right here, man. Right here. I'm not, Arnold, I'm not an Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. You know, last week I had a quote from Liar Liar and it ended with McCall saying, I'm not a Jim Carrey guy. I'm See, apparently love, bad at this. I love Jim Carrey. I'm I love this, I Jim Carrey. I, I couldn't believe it either, but apparently, I'm just saying two weeks in a row, apparently I'm picking people that, that you guys don't watch, so I'm not doing so good. I mean, it's, right? Let's so brush it up on it. He's got great ones. True Lies, Terminator 2. I personally don't mind Batman and Robin. Uh, what is it? Uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a bajillion movies he does. Not, a, not, any, not any Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, Jingle All the Way was okay. Ah, I love that Christmas movie. That's an underrated Christmas movie. <laughs> What's that little boy's name? Uh, can't remember. Just the ending. <laughs> it's just I, I I used to quote that movie all the time when I was young. It's a just, good movie. Just to be honest, with who didn't want a Turbo Man doll? <laughs> oh, okay. So no win for the IQ test this week on VFX. Hey, AJ. So we already talked a little bit, right? So wearing baggy clothes, celebrating America, all that. But. Uh, when it comes to firework policy, how do you go about that? Especially maybe if you get a little bit annoyed when your neighbors are shooting them off. Oh, I've got rules. You got Oh, okay. I need that help, actually. That's next on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ filling in with McCall on vacation. And AJ, let's, let's, let's be honest. No one wants to be a 4th of July Grinch here and say you can't do any fireworks. That's true. But uh, you and I, we're, we're, we're working stiffs. Mm-hmm. We work in the morning. You're filling in this week. You got to yeah. get up early. Yeah. Last thing you want is to be woken up in the middle of the night because people are popping off fireworks. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem, though. So my neighbors have a little girl, and I don't want to rob her of the enjoyment of fireworks. You remember being a little kid? Fourth of July is awesome. But I also you know, want to be able to get some sleep. So how do you go about that? Because I've never done anything. I've mostly just kind of whined about it behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, I here's the thing is... is um. If I'm talking to a family or whatever, you know, and next door, I'll say, hey, you know, are you guys need fireworks or anything? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we might do. You know, what about you guys? And, I, and I'll and i bring up, yeah, I think we're going to light them because usually I'm not a fireworks guy after okay. 11 o'clock at night. Right, of course. That's what I'll tell them. I'll say, you know, I'm not a fireworks guy after 11 o'clock at night. I think, you know, I we'll try to get it done early, be done with it, and be done by 11 so we can all go to bed. They work for you? Is it never an issue ever since you had that conversation? Uh, Yeah, I've never had a problem with them. All right, I'm going to have to channel that way. See, what concerns me is sometimes you get jerk neighbors. I was uh, When I was back home, one fourth of July, I was lighting them off with my, my mom for my sisters because they're like 10 years younger than I am. And her neighbor comes out, wasn't even that late, maybe 9, 10, I think, and says, oh, you know, some of us got to work in the morning. It was kind of a, kind of a douche about it. And so we're like, all right, fine, he's got to work. And I find out as we're going away putting him, putting him up and we're going to light him sometime later before 4th of July, uh, my mom works graveyards and has told that guy multiple times that's the case. Guess who's still out at 8 in the morning mowing his lawn even though my mom's trying to get some sleep? That guy. And I was like, what? That, it works both ways there, fella. Yeah, and that's the thing is it does. It works both ways. So there's got to be two to tangle in that situation. But more often than not, you're pretty much left on your own. Okay, well, I'll try that. That's, I'm I'm very surprised in all honesty. Maybe you just have great neighbors, but I'm very surprised in all honesty that was so, just like, you know, I'm not a firework guy after 11. Can I tell you a quick firework funny story? Yeah, let's hear it. So uh, I work at Bridgewood Adventure Park in Bear Lake, and a, a coworker of mine is a former fireman. We're sitting there talking, and he says, uh, yeah, so I uh, <laughs> I, I uh, 
I think we should have fireworks here. And there's just dry weeds all around. I said, so where are we going to light it there, mister? Well, uh, you know, it's it's pretty safe over here. Those are weeds. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fireman, but I know it would be safe. And I just stared at him. And I thought, what in the fetch, man? I don't know who's, what, what fireman's, you know, or what fireman dumber is or has a dumber story. The fireman who said, let's light fireworks and dry weeds. Or the one who took the fire truck and drove it into a bar. Yeah, that was from Florida. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe the uh, standards. No offense, firefighters. Maybe the standards a little bit lower than we thought. Maybe all of us could be firefighters. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Again, no offense. The guy's just setting the bar real low. Apparently, that Ajay works with. For the record, don't start fires. <laughs> I feel like we should definitely say that. Are you Smokey the Bear? Don't don't start, start fires. fires. <laughs> don't. Do- I once burned a hole in a shirt lighting bottle rockets off. I'm shooting them out of my hand. So. I've maybe. Oh no! I've we never, have so many fireworks. I've never starts. confessed this. I may or may not have set Hiram Dam's hail on fire in 2003. Oh no! Now I hear it now. Woo! Woo! Police are on their way, AJ. All how did you do that? Was it fireworks? We're not announcing how we. D- well, maybe. <laughs> Don't <laughs> start fires. Actually, while we're on the subject of safety. Uh, We're going to see just how far safety should go when it comes to COVID-19 in terms of people you know. Beezer Lockakee debated eight with AJ McCall at VFX. AJ subbing in with McCall on vacation. And AJ and I have been talking about COVID-19. We're both massive sports fans, and so it affects the reality of, of something we love immensely. But what about in the normal everyday life, AJ? Let's say here at the workplace, maybe you live in an apartment and you get an uh, a an email, a memo that says someone in the building has it. They don't say who. They just let you know someone in the vicinity is tested positive, let you know where all the sanitation stations are and the ways to protect yourself. Is that enough? If it happens somewhere where you share place space with people, should you know specifically who it is so you can protect yourself at, I would say, probably the highest level? So that's kind of an interesting question. I think there's two sides to the coin, though. Um, but I would go with, I'd go with no, no, like, there, there's gotta be HIPAA privacy laws, right? I mean that you do not get called out in front of the whole entire workplace that you have COVID or is it too serious now? And this is the other side of the coin. Is it too serious to say, no, we can't keep secrets. We have to be forefront and a hundred percent giving on all the information so we know we need to protect her. This isn't the flu. This isn't a cold. Right. This isn't. I mean, no, so many people can be this asymptomatic. This is coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I sit on bull. I, it's hard to sit on the fence on this. I really do. There is HIPAA privacy laws, sure, but I think this trumps that. Let's uh, let's get a third opinion here, Nick. What do you think? Should you be told specifically who has COVID if it's someone that shares an apartment, workplace, family, etc.? Hell yeah, I should be. Like, 100%. Why would they keep that a secret? Like, I need to know who I'm talking to and who I'm not talking to, who I'm hanging out. Like, if I see someone touching stuff, I have to now wonder, is that the one? Are you the one with COVID? Like, are you the one being irresponsible? Like, am, I, am I at risk because you're dumb and want to go outside? That would certainly be the argument for why you should know, yeah. because it'd be easy to protect yourself i mean on the other side with your privacy i think maybe in a workplace you specifically could probably put two and two together when you find out someone tested positive then magically someone's gone for two weeks because they got a quarantine yeah i again nick brings up a really solid point there um and again i just think the coronavirus is too big of a deal to not tell people who it is and what's going on 
68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. You want to get your opinion in for the debate at 8. The poll of the day, do you deserve to know specifically who, if a family member, coworker, apartment tenant catches COVID, 66% of people said they deserve to know. Well, the Major League Baseball is having that same problem as well. Like they, Major League Baseball players want to know who tests positive, and the MLB has come out and said, we will not tell you who. And see, they're going to be in close proximity. Yeah. To, well, that's just like the workplace. Yep. I mean, I, it, I think you're right. I, I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure there are privacy laws. But at the same time, like if you, I don't know, hypothetical, someone here, salesperson, on-air personality, tests positive, and you just get an email one day that says, hey, someone tested positive, and they're now in self-quarantine. Wouldn't you want to know that it was them? So you'd be like, okay, how many interactions did I have with them? Should I go get tested? Do I need to think about I, That's tough. That's tough. I think less gray area, though, and we'll check this out. There's a story I got to share with you. It might be family. You got to hear this is something to drive you crazy the next time you get together for the holidays. It's this. Beezer Lock and Key debated eight on VFX. Now, when it comes to apartment tenants, coworkers, 66% of people on the poll today still said they deserve to know specifically who's the one that got sick, but. As AJ alluded to, filling in for McCall, AJ McCall at VFX, you know, there are some laws out there that put legal questions at least out there. But with family, AJ, privacy laws don't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. If it's family, yeah, we throw all those regulations out the window. You know, yeah, you mingle, you tell gather, you gotta know. Which cousin, uncle, whoever, tell me who it is. I'm not going to see him. I'm not going to visit him. Tell me who it is so I know who not to visit. Just I mean, I don't visit my extended family a whole lot anyway, so it's not going to matter. I moved 1,500 miles away from all of mine, so I hear you. <laughs> so he, try this out for size. Yep. A Texas family had a birthday party. Mm-hmm. It was a surprise bash. A bunch of people got together. 18 members now have contracted the coronavirus thanks to the surprise party. Oh, fetch. In fact, uh, someone got sick. Seven members of the clan caught it, then went home and infected nearly a dozen more. And not good news, actually, for the parents who are both in a hospital. Dad's on life support. Now, in terms of apartment tenants and coworkers, you know, you do what you can. I don't know that we'd necessarily be mad, per se, unless they were, like, <laughs> egregious with their, uh, you know, not taking care of themselves. But how you react to that? Say this weekend, you know, it's holiday weekend, right? Fourth of July. There's a little family get-together, maybe a little barbecue action going on. Nothing's too huge, dozen family members or so. And then all of you end up coming down with COVID because someone was being irresponsible. How are you dealing with that? Well, the thing is, is it, dude, it's so hard. Like, you should be having a family gathering in the first place. Probably not. Right? So, and then the other thing is, if they don't know if they have COVID. Now, if they know they have coronavirus, and yeah, you shouldn't even, if you have symptoms, you shouldn't even be there. Some Knuckle people sandwich. don't That's even know that. I mean, some people don't have symptoms and don't know they have the virus. Can't really blame them. If you're getting invited to a party and have no symptoms and no virus, then yeah, you're going to go. <laughs> but you shouldn't have any get-togethers. Can I tell you a story? Please. So on my mom's side of the family, they take family reunions super seriously. Uh-huh. So every two years, they get together. Uh-huh. When I was 12 or so, the get-together was in San Diego. And one of the last days, we had a beach day. The whole family was together. And we rented jet skis. Well, my cousin had pulled in the jet ski and my aunt was going to get on it. And she was like, can you give me a push out into the water? And my cousin's like, no, no, you're fine. So she starts it up. Long story short, a rocket sucked from the engine, destroys the jet ski. So my family has to pay for it. (laughs) Fast forward, that was, uh, I'm 31. So you're talking like 15 plus years of family reunions. 
Up until about four years ago, that story got told all the time, and Josh was his name, who's older than I am, was like, all right, guys, this happened like 15 years ago. Can we stop talking about oh, it? Oh, dude, I hate that. I'm the victim uh, of being made fun of in our families. Well, I tell you that because if this happens, this COVID thing happens, they ain't living it down for at least 10 years. Oh, yeah. Decade worth of stories. At least. Remember that time Cousin Jack got us all <laughs> sick with COVID? What a jerk. What a moron. <laughs> He ain't living that Who down for a while. Who invited him anyway? He ain't living that down for a while. They get, you know, that first that's Christmas is going to be brutal, too. And that's the other thing is that, really, that's the case, actually. You bring up a great point. If you are the one that brings the coronavirus into the family and it gets spread everywhere, um, then, oh, dude. It, yeah, you are the person. You are the black sheep of the family for the rest yeah. of your life. And yeah. the thing is, is, and the crappy part, as you mentioned, is that the parents, dad's on life support? Yeah, that's, for this Texas family. Oh, that sucks, man. really does. It really does. Uh, 66% of people in our poll today said that they absolutely deserve to know who is the specific person that got sick, if it's a coworker, family member, or someone that uh, lives in your apartment. Okay. Not done with uh, COVID quite yet because uh, I found out yesterday that despite the precautions I'm trying to take, wearing my mask, washing my hands all the time, I'm still got some habits that I probably need to get rid of. AJ McCall on VFX, AJ seven in with McCall on vacation, and with COVID, AJ, we we had to make adjustments, right? Mask in stores, social distancing, and I found out yesterday for myself, I'm still not doing great with some of my own habits to stop the spread of germs. Like, let me ask you. Obviously, I think you meet a fair amount of people. You be able to cut out handshaking completely from your life? Yeah. Good for you, because I I still occasionally do that awkward. Oh no, we're not supposed to. Elbows, but I do like the reach first. I'm like, huh, just kidding. Fish, just tuck it in. I'm still not good at that. But the thing I got yesterday, and this I don't really talk about this, but uh, I occasionally, when I'm thinking, will put my pen in my mouth as I ponder. And I was like, you know, in a radio station where I've been the first to confess that pens get moved a lot, and everyone knows pens are the hot commodity gets stolen in an office place, probably not a good idea to put that in my mouth. <laughs> so my biggest thing is uh I guess I don't know like I'm always like I always put my hand on your shoulder like how are you doing pal very, or, very personal hey, person are, are, yeah there yeah. you go thank yeah. you uh when I work at uh Brisbane Adventure Park you know I, I when I see people hey how are you I don't shake their hand but then I'll be like hey pal how are you and they're like hey want to get six feet away from me I mean, oh yeah sure that's got to be better, right? Though, because it's on the clothes at least, so they got a, they got time. It's not it so much matter, though, man. You gotta, you know, <laughs> I'm supposed to be social distancing and being this good example, and I suck at it. I'm really no, bad I, at social I hear distancing. You. McCall and I were terrified when we got our intern uh, that we had the last one that we had spooked him because he came in to meet us, and then without thinking about it, we both reached out to shake his hand and didn't think anything of it, and then he was hesitant, and we were talking about it afterwards, and we're like, did we did we say something? We're like. COVID, no. Luckily, he came back, but I was like, oh, I feel like such a jerk. No, I I think we're just in that day and age where, I mean, we are so used to being that friendly person in, in whichever way it is that we just don't think about it. I'm just going to get a whole bunch of saran wrap and wrap myself up. And be like, yeah, There's no like, way for me to germ dude, you at can, all. We need to start dressing up like the kid off of uh, Little Giants. <laughs> Remember him? My mom said the patty you gave wasn't enough. enough. 
I love how they like shove him around. He's like, I don't know, but I'm and just like clocks the field goal post oh. or whatever. That's what we need. There's the solution. Either that or like one of those big old hamster balls. Now I'm going with the padding. Padding? Okay. Oh, yeah. Padding's the way we're going. Baggy padding. <laughs> yes. As we found out, would you rather Wednesday? Baggy padding. Not tight padding. Baggy padding. Comfortable padding. Now, uh, sports didn't come up a whole lot in the AJ McCall show. You know, not normally a topic we, we float into, but talking about COVID and AJ and I both being uh, huge sports fans, I think the question is with fingers crossed, pretty much all of them coming back this month. When are we going to be back in the stadiums ourselves? Now, AJ, you're a huge sports fan. And no, I'm, I'm not. a huge sports fan. Okay. You're a mediocre sports medium, medium sports fan. I don't fan. watch it much. AJ McCall on VFX. Actually, just shout out AJ, of course, if you're unfamiliar, uh, is on the Full Court Press every afternoon, 4 to 6 on uh, 1069 Fan. We're streaming online at the, what is it, 1069thefan.com. Bingo. There it is. He's filling in for McCall. She's on vacation. and But it's not just sports, concerts, big community gatherings, all that stuff. For you, sports, I think, is easy to think of because we're finally supposed to get it back in July. When is the soonest you're going to find yourself out in a public place like that? Big gathering, sports, concerts, whatever. Honestly, as soon as we possibly can. Now, really? Well, with the correct guidelines and protocols, such as wearing a mask. Of course. Social distancing. That's all going to be, and by the way, that's all going to be put into place well, for sure. at any event. Especially you'll be the asked to wear future. a mask. You'll be asked to... Uh, my uh, you'll be asked to uh, social distance. You'll be asked to, you know, uh, leave the stadium a- in a certain way uh, so you don't comply with a bunch of other fans, whatever the situation is. But, yeah. Halftime is going to be a nightmare for sporting events with it's social distancing bad. and, like, bathrooms and that's and what you got to figure out. Yeah, you got to figure that out, man. <sighs> I don't know how, how, how State's going to do that. They have 50,000 fans. I don't know how they make that happen. I got to tell you, I think that uh, – Maybe not all of 2021, but I think I'm punting for a while before I go out in a big group gathering. Okay. Just because, like, it's like we talked about with the family thing. Uh, I, w- I would hope, I really would, everyone would follow the guidelines, the masks, the social distancing, and obviously for concerts, sporting events, big group gatherings, the people in charge are going to do their darndest to try and put the protocols in place to keep everyone safe. But I, I don't yeah, just it still makes me anxious. So yeah, I, I and, and that's very. Wild. I think more will be on your side than wanting to go out immediately. I think sports fans, diehard sports fans, will say, "Yeah, I'm ready to go out and go watch a game or whatever the, it is." I think more of the higher percentage will be on your side and say, "Nah, you know what? Not ready yet. Nah, I'm not ready to risk it yet." Do you think prices will be higher or lower with because obviously with less people going? The tickets probably will shoot up because there's less available. No, but at the I, same time, I, I think there's more people. Like you said, I think the, I think I would agree. The majority is probably going to be in my camp. But eh, I'm going to wait. Yeah. Look, if you can watch the game on TV, you're going to still watch the game on TV. Oh, I'll you do that. Deal with traffic tickets. Uh, social, you just stay at home and you watch it on TV. You don't have to move at all. That's and uh, like as as cool as it is to go to live sporting events, I kind of just don't understand why people don't do that anymore. I think it depends on the sport. Like, football is exciting, I think, a lot of the time. But wouldn't you rather just watch it at home and not have to deal with traffic and people? Yeah, and- I mean, I think it depends on the price. Like, uh, like, like if I love the Ogden Raptors, the minor league baseball yeah. team, RIP minor league baseball teams this year. And they have a lot of fun stuff going on, and it's fun to be there. But, like, other stuff, eh, like football, prices are through the yeah, roof. Yeah, and again, I, I just I, I don't think the prices go up or down. I think they stay the same. Well, that would be good. What's the first game you're going to see then? 
Since you're going out as soon as you can. Utah State, Washington State. Yeah. Football season, okay. September 3rd. I like it. <laughs> Get your tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> RJ and I already admitted, right, that we are, are not doing so hot on remembering all of the proper ways not to spread germs. But just how forgetful are we? Luckily, there's a ranking system. What what were we doing again? Right on the tip of my t- Oh, forgetfulness. AJ McCall on VFX, AJ filling in. Now, AJ, on a scale of 1 to 10, how forgetful do you think you are? Because everybody has this moment, so they walk in a room oh, like, dude, why the heck was I in here I'm again? so forgetful that I honestly think, so I've had like six concussions oh, in my life. So I <laughs> honestly yeah. think that there's bigger issues than just forgetting. Like, like my mom would be like, oh, you're just getting old. No, mom. Like, I forgot where <laughs> I just put mom. my wallet 25 seconds ago. Yeah, well, I think I, I think that's or, a little bit more common than you think. No, there's no like 25 seconds ago you put your wallet somewhere and then you for, then forget where you put it. Oh well, I, I how about this? I got a test for you. By the way, the average American has 332 forgetful moments a year, so six a week basically. Yeah, just so you know. Okay. But the test is the top 10 thing. Top 10 things were ranked that we forget. Give me some of your top ones. I'll tell you where on the list. So obviously, the higher up on the list you are. The more forgetful you would be, because that's what everybody forgets. Or the, I guess, the, the less forgetful? Either way. <laughs> What's the thing you forget the most? Some of the things you forget the most. Okay, keys. Keys. Uh, where are keys are? Number three. Uh, wallet. Number five? Where did they go? I know it's on here. This is just a- I already uh, forgot. This is a, because it applies to me so well, where you parked your car in the parking lot. Oh, that applies to everyone. I started taking, I putting it down in my note system in my phone. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, I, that's everybody. Yep, yep. Uh, Actually, Wallet didn't make the list, so you're all right. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, where man, forgetful things. Uh, birthdays. <laughs> man, where would we be without Facebook? Right. I mean, it's that's obnoxious true. how it beats you over the head about it, but yeah. I mean, where would we be without Facebook? Uh, names of people. Oh, okay. That made the list. It's uh, number five, and I'm the worst at it as well. People's names after you've Dude, been introduced. I went on a date with a girl, and then three days later, she came and said hi to me, and I introduced myself again. <laughs> the date must not have been that memorable, huh? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. She's like, was it not that fun? And I just I said, I, I'm sorry. I have memory issues. She didn't believe me. Well, that's not very nice. I got to tell you, I... We, we obviously have phone calls at our station just like you do our show. And I have a bad habit of like, because the first thing we do is, hey, it's AJ McCall who's this, get introduced or whatever. And then we'll get in the phone call and then I'll go to introduce him. And they were like, it's Thomas. I'm like, all right, so Jack's on the phone. I'm terrible about it all the time. It's embarrassing. Well, okay. McCall just oh, laughs okay. at me. Is this on the list? I, even though it's supposed to be on Facebook or on your phone, calendar at events like that are planned and you just flat out forget them. Uh, forgetting what day it is is on there. Okay. I think it's borderline. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's happened a lot to everybody. See, that's why I have McCall, because she has like 65 planners, and she tries to encourage to get everyone to get planners. She just keeps my schedule for me at work. It's nice. <laughs> I suggest that. I wouldn't call her. I mean, she's my work wife. That's what it is. So she's keeping track of everything for me, I and need then a, she reminds me what I, I need I need a do. work wife. I need to find a work wife it's out there. It's pretty great. No one pretty wants great. to be Boston my wife, life. though. That sucks. <laughs> one day. Keep keep hoping. True love's out there, AJ. True love from a coworker is out there. <laughs> and if not, you know, you could maybe go down rich and famous because AJ loves heist movies and has put together the undeniable ultimate team for. Oh yeah. Now, of course, no one's saying we're gonna go on the ultimate heist. I don't know, maybe rob uh, Gosner's and take Cash Valley's cheese storage with us. No one's saying that. Wait, AJ wait, McCall you're not saying that. Speak for yourself. 
<laughs> Aj filling in with McCall on vacation. What? Well, as you know, that's if that's the case, that's not a one person job. No, I've already got a crew, and I've already got what I need in regards of what I'm looking for in a crew. Now, I would never ask you to reveal the actual per- people because no. then people try and poach your crew. Yeah. But what kind of people? Break it down because okay, there's okay, characteristics so, and skills. And you're going to say, well, you're copying the movie. No, you're not. You're watching the movies and you're gaining what you need Studying, from it. Uh, you need a tech guy. You need a guy who's going to be able to hack into computers, hack into lasers, hack into their systems and figure out what they're doing to prevent people from going in there and robbing or uh, taking whatever they have in the, right. in the place. One. You need a tech guy. Uh, you need a uh, a flexible dude, a gymnastics guy or gal, okay? Okay. Who can Athletic do very person. flexible-ish things to get to certain obstacles or get through certain obstacles there to get what you want. There does often seem to be laser grids of some sort. Yes, certainly. Absolutely. I'm sure uh, Gazers has one. You need a personality, someone who can talk anybody into anything. Of course. They can talk you into. Uh, they can talk you in, or talk you into eating a twelve-month-old Twinkie, <laughs> and make it sound delicious. Yeah, because they got. Okay. There might probably be somebody you need to distract at some um, point. Got to be able to talk them up. Well, well, what else do you need? You need car a, guy for sure. A car right? guy. Someone got to have drive. a getaway driver. Mini Coopers. Yeah, Italian, Italian job. Of course. Hello. You know, fun fact: my girlfriend doesn't like that movie. What? I thought most people agreed that that made like Mini Coopers cool and the movie was good. Eh, not well, a fan. Ashley, I don't like you. Right not now. a fan. I'm uh, surprised. Okay. And then you need a leader, a boss, something Obviously. when everything goes to Obviously. crap and it will go to hell. I promise you. You need somebody who can fix it and be calm enough to say, "Don't freak out. I've already got a plan." Yeah. You got those five to six people, and my friend. We are going to be very, very rich. So obviously, with those five types of people, you could pull off the ultimate heist. But let's say, just to, not that it would happen to you, Ajay. What what happens though if you get busted or something? Is there someone else you got? You got somebody on the inside or something? Oh yeah. Oh, good point. Good. You need a fall guy. Good, AJ. Boom. Someone that you just can't stand and wouldn't <laughs> mind watching just get absolutely ratted out and suffering for the rest of your life. It was them, officer. It was their idea. You need a fall guy. That. A middleman is what they call it sometimes, but the middleman doesn't mean the fall guy. Yes, AJ, thank you. Well, I don't want you Good to end up call. in jail. I don't want you to end up in jail. Well, I'm not going to be the Care fall guy. It. I'm going to pick someone else. Of I've course. got a couple you're, people in you're mind obviously that the leader. Uh, need to uh, need to, you know, be humbled a little bit. <laughs> Nothing like getting blamed for a heist. And that's how you build your uh, dream team for your ultimate heist. That, of course, we call none it, of us. We call it the five brown mambas. <laughs> that's what we call it. Which, of course, none of us are actually going to pull off, right? Because we're all good, well-behaved Hey, do you want to be on my heist team? Yeah, as long as I I'm think you've the got the guy. personality to talk people into doing really, you know, whatever. You're the personality I'm guy. I'm in. Though I'm always going to be suspicious that I'm secretly just being set up to be the fall guy. No, no, no. Look, I, I've already got somebody for that. Okay. And I cannot reveal on air who it is. Of course. Well, you don't want them to know. Duh. I'm with it. All right, I'm in. Ultimate heist. Tag me in. Jane McCall on VFX. Ajay Summoner with McCall on vacation. Wednesday's Would You Rather Wednesday. How is that summer body going? Well, unfortunately, uh, hand-me-downs or secondhand, you couldn't find any clothes that fit. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with for the AJ and McCall show on VFX. But with no come on call, I automatically win. Yay! So I picked my friend uh, Valerie who landed on a, or shared a post that says, Coronavirus, explaining craft terms. You and nine friends are crafting. One is using glitter. How many projects have glitter? And the correct answer is anytime glitter is involved, all of them. All of them all over the place, forever and ever. You're never going to get rid of it. 
Glitter is the herpes of the craft world. Glitter. Yes, glitter. You didn't play very much with glitter in Arts and Crafts, did you? AJ filling in for McCall while she's on vacation. No, I was too busy playing, playing basketball with, and yeah. doing something manly, lifting yeah. weights. You played with glitter? Who didn't at some yeah, point no, in all of schooling? Don't try to like generalize everybody into that group. Of course, everybody no, played with glitter. Then no, you had those glitter pins not. that were like, I don't know why you call them pins, but they're like basically plastic. You probably plastic. wrote your letters to your girlfriend with those girlfriends. Hey, I'm using your favorite pins. glitter pen. Colored pins. That's what it was. Colored pins. Sometimes glitter, but mostly colored pins. Apparently, AJ didn't use glitter. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, at us. AJ, what are you on Twitter? At AJ Salvi, A-J-A-Y-S-A-L-V-Y. Find him on Twitter, especially if you're a sports fan, especially if you're an Aggies fan. All social media, Utah's VFX, all social media. Find us, add us, how you get entered in for the Serenoni Blanket giveaways, the poll of the day. Would you rather Wednesday? Close too big, close too small. Your decision to decide today. Um, it's also the name of the mobile app, which is totally free for the long weekend. Make sure you've got Utah's hottest music. Utah'sVFX.com. You can find the podcast there or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. So here's the question, AJ. I don't want you to incriminate yourself anymore after admitting you may or may not have been around a specific fire once upon a time way long ago. <laughs> What's your favorite firework? Uh Oh, the little spinny things, the spinners. Was it so cool? Do you throw them up in the air? Do yeah. You do that too? Yeah. You just see it just see if they'll glide for a little bit. The one with the yellow, pink and green, right? Yeah, yep. Those ones. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll confess to you, I've said it before. Me and my friends in college used to have Roman candle battles. Not that anyone should do that. You get a couple of Roman candles, light them off, shoot them at each other, have a grand old time, and hope nobody gets hurt. <laughs> I almost blinded a friend once. Wow, great. That, that's wonderful, AJ. Almost is the key word there. But yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Selfish college kids. <laughs> It's what's going to be the doom of the world. Not COVID-19. That's ex- calls You're probably not wrong. I think there might be a little tie-in factor there. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Thanks to AJ for filling in. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.